I've got a hunger Twisting my stomach into knots That my tongue is tied off My brain's repeating Welcome to We Have the Fact, one novice's guide to all things Death Capitudia and one expert's reflection on over 20 years of history. I'm your novice, Ali Abdulatif, and with me as always is my co-host and Death Cap expert, Justin Tachi. Hey guys, how's it going? Hey everyone! I think it's it's weird, because like, still in the intro, I refer to myself as novice. I'm not saying I'm a death cap expert, but at this point, I think I know more than what a novice would know. That is fair. I feel like you are very much on the, um, uh, I'm trying to think of what the medium term would be. Like, you would be a colonel, and you wouldn't <laughs> be a, uh, a private, you'd be a colonel at this point. In the death cap military? Yeah, in the death cap military. Okay. Um... Which is filled with so many sad boys and sad Just, girls. It's a military uh, of, like, crying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you're not quite a general yet. That's the okay. thing. So. No, I, uh, I, I, it makes sense. But at this point, because this is the last album, or the most recent album. I'm not going to say last album. That feels like a curse. Most recent album. I've listened to every album to date. And even a side project. And a side project. Uh, I've also listened to some... Uh, uh, most of the singles and EPs. So, yeah, yeah, yeah we no. covered quite you're, a bit. Uh, you're heavy into the into the bits. Um, so uh, what's going on? I knew that you had an exam last week. How was that? Oh boy, it was an exam, and it is over, and that's all we need to say about that. How's your life? Oh, did you not do well? I don't know. Where we'll find out. Oh, uh, yeah, that's fair. Well, welcome to the biomedical engineering life where you're miserable and sad every day. So yeah, it's really great. It's, uh, I mean, it makes sense. Uh, I'm not too thrilled, but I, I, guess, I guess I understand the what I put myself through. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's rewarding in the end, hopefully. Um, yeah, no, I'm just uh, currently interviewing a bunch. Uh, I'm in between jobs, so that's fun. Um, we have not referenced this on the podcast yet. What? We haven't referenced this on the podcast at all. This is the first Yeah, I'm in between jobs, basically. That's that's, that's all the listeners need to know. Um, (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so I did find out that my car needed $2,800 worth of repairs. So that was fun last this past weekend. So that was exciting. Oh, boy. Um, uh, Well, I saw Death Cab for Cutie. That's that's, That's (laughs) going to be its own episode. Justin, uh, for those of you who don't follow the Instagram... Uh, Justin and our our his current roommate George just went. Well, George is in the, yeah, George is in the lore of the show. So previous guest George and Justin went to see Death Cab last weekend, uh, and we're gonna do a separate episode talking about that after this one, hopefully. So look forward to that one. Yeah, so it'll be a good time. Uh, I won't go too much into it, uh, other than that, that it, it was fun. <laughs> enough. Uh, I will say the nonsense between this episode and that and last episode is so much so different. Well, not last episode the listeners heard, but the last one we recorded, which was the codes and keys one, or no, the Kintsugi one, where we yelled about Spider Man the entire time, and now we're talking about how sad our lives are. So it's a very different. Yeah, you know. no, it's 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 great. Uh, we well, to be fair, we are in the sad boy army. We we are in the sad boy, you know what? No, no, sad no, no. girl let's army. Be, it's gender neutral gender army. Quality sad yeah. people mm-hmm. army. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I'm sorry. I wanted to correct myself. Love for all our sad uh, girls out there. Um, so yeah. Uh, I feel like let's just talk about the record. <laughs> okay, we're just jumping right into the record. We're talking today about the most recent album uh, dropped by Death Cab. 
It came out like in August, I want to say. Yeah, mid-August, so the record's been officially out for about a month and a half now. Thank you for everything! Thank you for today. That's that's what it is. I, <laughs> You're an idiot. I, oh, I am not an idiot. Uh, it, I will say this. It should be called Thank You for Everything, not Thank You for Today. Because he's talking about a lifetime of things, not just a moment. Thank you for everything. <laughs> anyway, how did you feel about the album, Ali? Um, I enjoyed it. It was fun. It had some songs that I really, really love. Some songs that I'm just like, okay with. Uh, I don't think I really hated much off of it or anything, really. Um, I will say the style of music is not my preferred style of music. And that's why I think the record might not be my favorite. However, I do think it's a strong record. And definitely in the new age Death Cab, it's probably my favorite like comparing it to kintsugi or codes and keys uh yeah i mean i would say that it's definitely their best record of this decade mm-hmm. um so best basically since narrow stairs um a lot of strong songs on the record uh i mean it's definitely on a lighter note which yeah. is interesting mm-hmm. and still being very good whereas like codes and keys was supposed to be the happy record quote unquote um but in that one i felt fell short on a lot of tracks. I feel like this is the first cohesive album since Narrow Stairs, and arguably even Plans. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, yeah, no, I think I think as a whole, I think the new additions of Dave Depper and Zach Ray um, definitely added to the band, and uh, I don't think that we should really, as Death Cab fans, be afraid that too much is going to change, and it's still Ben Gibbard steering the ship. And I think that that's it, it, it's a good record. So that is fair. Uh, I yeah, I do like the addition of Dave Depper and, and, and Zach Ray, and then I, I do like overall. I think it's it's a pretty good album. It's it has I think a few weak points, but we'll talk about that as we go through the album. Uh, yeah, and I I will say this since we did do my initial thoughts of the record when I first came. Oh yeah, out, has anything um, changed? What's different? Um. I think that I'm liking some of the middle tracks more than I did originally, whereas, like, I was more, like, kind of, like, really like the beginning, kind of, like, the middle was a little bit of a lull for me, and then the end was, like, finished strong. But I don't think that... I think I like the record as a whole, and I can, like, put it on my turntable, and I listen to the whole album, and I'm never like, ah, I don't really want to listen to this track. So I think that a lot of the... I think it's grown on me, in a positive way. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I originally I listened to the record a lot. So I've kind of, you know, I kind of got like a little bit of a, uh, like too much at, at once. So I gave it a little bit of a break and then I've kind of been listening to it since I saw them, since they played a lot of the new songs. Um, I would say like at least five or six. And I think it's still strong record. So I don't think it's, I don't think it was just a listen to the record after the first week. It was good and put it away. I think I will keep coming back to it. That's fair. Um, let's just start track by track and we'll talk more about it as we go. Uh, first track on the album, I Dreamt We Spoke Again. I dreamt we spoke, I dreamt we spoke again. Spoke, I dreamt we spoke again. 
I dreamt we spoke again. So how do you feel about it as an album opener? I think it's a really good song. I don't know if necessarily I would love it as an album opener necessarily. It, it, so here's the thing. It, it's a really good song. I really like this song. I don't think it sets the mood necessarily for the entire album. I, I kind of disagree with you. I think that this song kind of sets the tone for what we're about to expect for the record. Um, okay. I don't think it cohesively fits with anything in that regard, but I think thematically and lyrically it fits kind of everything that you're about to hear. Okay. Um, I also like, I mean, I think it's a callback to the Postal Service. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of this, a lot of this album to me feels like he's tr- doing almost hom- homages to or, uh, like everything that he's done, Ben Gibbard's done in his career, whether it be side projects and also just Death Cab in general. Yeah, I, I will say I, I really enjoy the song. It's it's a really good song. It kind of has its own trance-like melody. It it does fit a lot in that. Postal service world. And uh, I thought overall it was a really good song. Uh, I really don't have much more to say about it. Yeah, I mean, I think basically what it is, is to me, is that it's it's an example of how Death Cab can do electronica justice and yeah. rather than them failing at it. So I think this is a, uh, a strong song, in my opinion. So. Yeah. I, I don't love the electronic drums in most of this album. Because, like, I'm just not an electronics drum guy, but I think it's done well. That's fair. Yeah. All right, summer years. Summer years. Sometimes I wake at night and watch the rain fall through the street lights. I guess I'm just going to do it. Favorite track on the record. Ooh. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> um, there was a moment in which I posted on the Reddit asking people which their favorite song is, and this is one of the ones that popped up a lot. Um, um, I think it's a really yeah, good no, song. I... It's not my favorite on the record. I think it's a decent song, but um, I don't relate to it, I think, as strongly as most people do. I, I like Just between this one and I Jump to Talk Bang Again, that one beats it by a mile for me. Wow. Okay. I think it's a very guitar-driven song. I like the the riff on it. I think that it is very reminiscent of a well-produced version of something that we could, that could be on We Have the Facts. And sure. Uh, I don't disagree with that, and I don't think it's a bad song. It's just not my favorite. Yeah, I know. I I I think that lyrically, also, I think it's the strongest song on the record, in my opinion. Um, I think some of the tracks on this record kind of lose. Lose a little bit of it, their luster for me because of the simplicity in the lyrics, which is something that I look for really much in a Death Cab track. Uh-huh. So I think that this one kind of, and not to say that there's there are ones that are equal to this, but in terms of just this song itself and how well it drives, I think that it's a very good track it, it in general. So, mm-hmm. and I think this pretty much summarizes Death Cab, the new new age Death Cab. In its best light for me. 
I, I, I'll accept that. That's, it's, it's a pretty good summary of it. So, I guess move on to uh, Gold Rush. Gold Rush. Alright, I remember you saying that this is probably one of your favorite tracks on the record, so... Yes, I... So, okay, when we first started doing this, uh, and Death Cab first started dropping their songs, you were listening to them, you were giving your initial thoughts to the listeners, and at the time we hadn't reached it in the chronology, so I wasn't talking about it yet, and the only time I would listen to these songs is when I was editing the episodes and dropping the songs in at the very end. So I got to listen to each song once, really. Just like I'd play it the whole way through to make sure that the, the audio isn't cutting or anything and then post the episode. Uh, and from the first listen, I like this one caught my ear. Like caught my eye. You see, it's like an expression, I think. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, this one caught my ear. And when I had posted something on Reddit, I said, my favorite is Gold Rush. And I got shit for it. That is fair, because you're wrong. But, just you know. crapped on me. I will say, it's not currently my favorite having heard the entire album, but it is up there. I love this song. And it does a lot of death cabby stuff that annoys me, and yet I love it. I don't know why. It's fun. It's different. I think it's a hypnotic track. That's it is very like hypnotic. It. It's very hypnotic. It's um, very different. I don't know. It's enjoyable for me. I think the Yoko Ono sample is good. I don't think that I th- I think it's a cool subtext to the track, but it's too repetitive for me. I could care less. Wow, you are complaining about repetitiveness, and I'm enjoying it. And I feel like this is a switch, and this is not usually how this goes. Yeah, no, I, in my opinion, I think this this is one of the weaker tracks on the album. In my opinion. I, I disagree. I, I think it's one of the stronger I understand tracks on the album. why. I mean, I this is pretty much hey, let's make a radio hit. This is what this is what the song is. I. I, I don't. I disagree with that. I think it's just different. I think it's out. Uh, is it a Radiohead even? I don't even know if that's true. I mean, it plays on the alternative station every day, at least ten times a day now. I, I guess. Well, anyway, let's move on to the next song. Your Hurricane. Heaven is a hole in the sky. The stars are cracks in the Okay. I think it's a really good song too. Yeah, no, I, I like this song a lot. I think this is this is an example of uh, the, the lyrical depth to it is a very mm-hmm. is very interesting. I think it's um, uh, it's a very meaningful song, and I think it plays very well to the subtleties that Death Cab can add into it. Um, 
yet again, I still love the riff on it. I think it's, uh, I don't know. I, I, I can see myself listening to this song a lot. It's something that I would add to a playlist, uh, even if it necessarily wasn't a Death Cab playlist, just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a good somber note track. Yeah, I, I really enjoy it. I, I think it's well done, well executed. I think it's really the height of this album. It's not my favorite song on the album, but I do think it's the height of this album because it brings this electronica, maybe even uh, that like postal service feel into what we like I would consider like a death cab song. It just it, it mixes it well very well. Yeah, I agree with you. I think this sounds like almost like a song that one of those, uh, cause I know for Kintsugi and for Codes and Keys, they did a lot of remixes or they allowed a lot of artists to come in and do remixes of the songs. And this sounds to me like something that kind of Ben gave, uh, a little bit of leeway with, with the band and kind of let them take the reins on this one while he still kept the lyrical integrity and so he can focus on the lyrics more on the song than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's a beautiful song in that, in that regard. All right, let's move on to the next song then. When We Drive. I can't expect you to be honest Or to be faithful every day to the end I just need you to be always a friend As the sun sets over Dakota the crimson ocean of sky No, I always want you by my side When we drive So I like this song. I think it's a nice slow slow build and I think it's also a Ben kind of coming to grips with the fact that no one's going to be perfect and that you kind of have to deal with people's flaws and kind of be okay with them in order to be in a relationship with them. That's a good way to put it. Uh, it is a good song. It's uh, it shows depth. It, uh, I mean, there's a chunk here. I you said you don't like the middle, and I don't know where you're defining the middle because there's this upcoming chunk. I think is a good chunk. I I mean, I just meant like originally because mm-hmm. like uh, a lot of times when I first listen to records, I kind of focus on the beginning and the end. I don't know why. It's just kind of like one of those things. But as I get listen to a record more and more than I will look basically what I do is I take I take in records four songs at a time Uh huh. you know what I mean yeah and I was also just really intrigued by the fact that the song name was 16 punk so I kind of listened to like the first four tracks and the last four tracks and then kind of did something like that so uh-huh. well uh, so yeah. yeah I think this song is definitely uh, I can see myself listening to this like sunrise or sunset kind of thing I think it's a beautiful song for that kind of time of day I think it's a very um like I said, I think it's I think it's an interesting song because it's like one time that we've really heard Ben be like, you know what, people aren't all that fucking perfect, and but I will accept you for your what your flaws are, and it, I think he also has flaws as, as well as he admits. So I think it's it's good to hear on both sides. Yeah, I think that's definitely fair. Uh, let's move on to Autumn Love. No more lighthouses. Deeper than the deepest of can 
So how do you feel? So this one, I don't think it's a bad song. I just didn't connect with it personally. Yeah, this is the middle track that I'm kind of referring to in the sense yeah. of just like, this is very blah for me. I think it's a filler track. I don't think it's a bad song by any means. I don't think the lyrics are bad. I don't think, I mean, I don't think the lyrics are really anything profound either, but I don't think it's like, this sucks. And it also, the music itself, I think is just kind of like, I don't know. It's a very blah track for me. I think I like how it started. And then when he goes into the, oh, 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 autumn, it's autumn love. Uh, that's kind of when the, the song kind of diverges from what I want it to be, I'll say. Yeah, I think the song shows promise in the beginning, but then it becomes this filler track. Yeah, and uh, again, I'm not saying it's a bad song in any way. I'm sure it's some people's favorites on the album. It just does not reach that height for me. Yeah, no, I, I don't really, I think to your point, I, I don't really have a connection with this song. I don't, I don't, I don't reach out for this song in any way. But at the same time, it's still pleasant. It's not, it's not unlistenable. Yeah. And so. uh, we're now exploring seasons. There's summer years and then there's autumn love. And I feel like uh, there's uh, two more seasons that get ignored here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think he covers some of that in emotionally in the other tracks. That's fair. I'd go, uh, I'd name a song called Winter Blues and Spring Go Fuck Yourselves. <laughs> Spring up, you bitch. Yeah, that's, <laughs> those are my feelings about the seasons. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking hate spring. It makes you look like you fucking, like someone fucked your eye holes. I get very, very bad allergies and it's, yes, the spring is my least favorite season. <laughs> yeah. I really like the summer and I really like the winter and everything in between is terrible. Because that's when, because that's when foliage changes. Like fall and like spring is when foliage changes. So that's when I'm really miserable. To be fair, fall is my favorite season. I mean, I get why you don't like it, but like fall is definitely my favorite season. I love only wearing a light coat, going out and hanging out. And I, I fucking hate how hot summer is. I fucking hate it. Oh, I, I love, love I, extreme heat and extreme cold. That's just my life is extreme. No, I love man. winter. I love winter as well. I like only fall and winter. Everything else fucking sucks ass. Win- winter's the best month. Spring's too wet. Spring's I think it's like fucking my gooch all the fucking time. <laughs> That's literally it's spring. Spring is the gooch of fucking seasons. Sweaty gooch of seasons. I think winter gives me like sort of like a little bit of like, you know, those depression vibes, but I kind of love it. I kind of love this. Oh no! It gives me like a poetic depression that I'm like, you know what? I can vibe off this and like make a lot of things come off. So you know what? I'm okay with it. Yeah. And summer is like I think my least anxious season where I'm just like relaxed most of the time. I don't know. It's maybe left over from so many years of being in school and having summer off that even when I'm working through the summer, I just kind of feel more relaxed. Yeah. No, I fucking hate summer. I think it's the worst season ever. Oh, right, <laughs> let's move on to Northern Lights. I remember your silhouette on times in left against the silver sheen like painted glass under stars out on the pier, a celestial sphere. We were waveless as the waves that disappeared. I like this song. It's a good song. It's I, I like, feel I think it's way. a good I think it's a good driving song. Like I think it's like just like it's got a good beat. I don't think that it's uh I think in where it I think the music is interesting whereas in Autumn Love both the 
the music and the um, uh, lyrics are a little blah, but I think on this song, the lyrics are still pretty blah, but I think the music is interesting and kind of a little more upbeat. and gives Sure, you a little more I think the music is kind of, at least for me, closer to like When We Drive. Uh, but yeah, overall, I feel about it the same way I feel about Autumn Love. It's not a bad song. It doesn't specifically call out to me. Yeah, and this is what I meant by that middle part of the record but it's only really these two songs for me because i think the next one started turns it around for me yeah so well why don't we dive into it all right let's move away from this one to you moved away i hate you This is, I think, uh, still not my favorite on the album, but this is, again, one of the ones that are up there for me. It is really good song. It's It has depth. It's rich. It has good lyrics. It's the sad song of this album, I think. Okay, so this song for me, I think I like the song. I think this is them succeeding at what they tried to do on Everything's a Ceiling, uh-huh. musically. Because yeah. it's very similar, and I think they revisited that because they wanted to make a better song out of it, and I think that's great. And this song also sounds to me, uh, I don't know if uh, you know, but I'm sure probably some of our listeners do, the band Porches. Oh, I do know Porches. So I think this sounds like a Porches track, so that's why I like it a lot. Um, and I think you're right with the subtle undertones. I think, well, it's not so subtle. I mean, you fucking moved away, is, you know. <laughs> um, but I think that that also plays into the vibe of, um, well, obviously the whole theme of the record is that Seattle's changing. Seattle is becoming this fucking gentrified conglomerate and all that other shit. So I think this kind of adds to that. And I think that this song kind of summarizes that. If, if you're looking for one song to really summarize the theme of the album i would say this is the one Mm -hmm. that's fair it's it's a good song um yeah i don't don't have much more to say about it it's 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 a good song moving on yeah no near do i go near and far or go near slash far i don't know which way i'm gonna say this i think it's near far away there's no away in the thing oh i'm sorry near yeah i'm sorry near far just, just near, near far? far. Near far. Well, then why wouldn't they put a dash between it? Why is it a slash? Uh, go fuck yourself. Is slash I mean, on I, this song? I don't know. I mean, Let's find out. To be fair, I don't know either, so I guess we could just go with that. <laughs> near far. Far slash near, far and near, far near. 
I assume this is one of your favorites since you were dancing around very hard to this one. Actually, not one of my favorites. I think I really like the tune of this song. I don't love the lyrics of the song as much. Um, um, it's a good song. It's it's generally for me like middling for this album. I just think it's a it, it, it's fun musically and lyrically, whatever. See, I think that this song to me is could be a radio hit, and I think if they pushed this one hard, this would have been a cool song instead of Gold Rush. I like the song a lot. I don't think it's lyrically anything profound, but I think that I think it's just a good pop track. I don't oh. think it's I don't think it. I, other than that, I think it's just a fun beat. It's a fun song. It's definitely I'm dancing my ass off. Mm-hmm. Um, it was pretty cool when they played it live. Uh, I I I enjoy the song. Yeah, it it feels it has like a nice dancey vibe to it. I mean, I also think it lo- leads pretty well from the last track. Yes, it leads pretty well from the last track, and then I I enjoy it moving into the next track as well. Yeah, so I I think that um yeah no it, it it's a good song I don't think I don't think it's their best on the record but I think it's I think it's a fun song good fun I agree song. I agree it's it's definitely better than I mean there's no worst on this album because there's nothing I really really dislike but yeah I think I think the spoiler I don't think really have a worst honestly yeah but so. let's move on to sixty and pump. Nothing funny about you slipping away. It's nothing funny how you're spending your days. But you're laughing like a kid at a carnival. I watched you stumbling around this dusty town. I heard your bottle talking way too loud. As the federales tried to hunt you down for something you can't remember what was about Sixty and Punk Favorite song on the record <laughs> I figured um, I think it's their best closer out of any song that they've ever made on an album Yeah, it's a really, they- really good song It's um very emotional it's very it tells a story i like it no i i uh i mean uh i don't know how much i want to get into this but uh they performed it live and again you can't keep dropping this this is a whole episode for this all right fine i won't talk about it um but uh i i like the idea that he's painting with the with, i mean it kind of pretty much sums up the whole um, gentrification and being this famous artist, but also liking the old days when it was just like 10 people in a basement kind of deal. Yeah, I think the line, were you happier when you were poor, is like a really good line. Yeah, because I mean like sometimes money and fucking gratification doesn't really fucking bring you shit. So um, I think that that's a very strong um, uh like gesture and strong uh, position to stand on, and I that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's also condemning. Like I think that like being like it's both celebrating and condemning being sixty and punk. That idea of like it's sixty years later, you're successful, and yet you're still holding on to these like old guard ideologies of of how what it means like to be a, a musician of that time, 
Well, I mean, something that uh, I mean, it's not talking about this in particular, but uh, there's a there's a there's a venue called Gilman Street in California. I mean, I, I know that you probably don't know this, and maybe some of you in our own fans don't know this, but that's where like bands like Operation Ivy, Green Day, and like a lot of the punk scene on the West Coast started. And once those bands started getting notoriety, or anyone really outside of that scene started liking them and they went to major labels, then they would not be able to play there anymore. Because the idea is that there's like these, it's almost like the punk police, if you will. And it's just like, really? Just fuck off, dude. Like, it doesn't, like, at the end of the day, it's music. And I don't see why other people listening to it would hurt anybody. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, let's uh, wrap it up with the album. I really like it. It's a very good album. It's not my favorite Death Cab album. We will actually do an episode some point in the future talking about all of our favorite albums and all of our favorite songs. Look forward to that. But for now, let's just say it is a great album. It definitely marks a, a, a good progression for the new age of Death Cab. I think 16 Punk is a wonderful song. I don't think any song on the album sucks. Although I'll say Autumn Love and Northern Light are the weaker ones for me, but not by much. Yeah, I, I'd have to agree with you. I mean, I would say my two favorites, I mean, my favorite is Summer Years, but then my second favorite would be 60 and Punk. Um, weaker tracks for me would be um, uh, uh, Gold Rush and um, what's it called? Autumn Love. I, here's the thing. Gold Rush and I Dreamt We Spoke Again are like my second up. Like, I, I, I like this song, so I don't know why. No, I love I Dreamt We Spoke. It's just Gold Rush, man. That's, that's, right. that's the one. Well, if you guys like Gold Rush, uh, please tweet at us uh, or Instagram us and let Justin know he sucks because Gold Rush is awesome. If you guys don't like Gold Rush, I don't care. Don't tell me. Anyway. <laughs> Everyone already told you because you suck. This marks the end of our Death Cab run uh, officially. There is a lot more to come about Death Cab, about Death Cab related projects, about side projects, about... We have things planned that are cool and awesome. Next episode, Justin's going to be talking about the tour. We're going to have an episode where we're ranking our favorite songs and our favorite albums. We might be talking about some of the, not all of, but some of the Def Cab side projects in future episodes. We have our Twilight episode lined up that I know everyone's excited for. I have a weird one coming up that some of you might know of. What? Fuck you and the Twilight episode. The Twilight episode is definitely coming. See, here's the deal. I See, the problem is that we both share the Instagram and everything, and I know that you guys are trying to fucking push this shit on me. I can see all the conversations. It's not like whatever. Yeah, everyone's super excited about it. It's happening. No, it's not. It it's is not definitely happening. going to happen. Please, guys, t- def- like I know I'd say tweet at us or talk to us or whatever a lot. This is important. Tell us you want the, de- the, the Twilight episode to happen. Uh, like, I need compelling evidence to Justin. Like, as many of you as possible, just, like, send a message about... Tw- even if it's just an email that just says Twilight, and that's it. I need it to happen, guys. Uh, fuck you. And, um... Well, I guess that's a good segue into... If you'd like to reach out to us, please, as always, reach out to us on uh, the Instagram and the Twitter at the Facts Pod. Also, you can email us at wehavethefactspod at gmail.com um, the name of the of the podcast will always be we have the facts 
Um, whether or not we, w when we change subjects and whatever we're going to do next, it will always be we have the facts. Just want to make sure that everyone knows that, so therefore they don't lose it when we ch when we change it. It'll only be whatever is after the colon will be something different. Yeah, uh, the, the show's staying the same. We're keeping the same RS RSS feed. Uh, there might be a short break after we're done with our death cab run, but we will definitely be back with more content at some point because we enjoy talking about nonsense too much to stop. Exactly. So basically expect, um, I don't want to put a timeline on it, but, uh, basically expect new year, new topic. Yeah. But again, as we said, there are so many more episodes coming out before then. There's so much we're planning we're even talking about uh, a very special episode about uh, the song Burning Man Fair that was supposed to be on this album, or maybe not. We'll find out. There's a whole thing about it. If you know any special information about it, please email me, uh, and uh, you might find us a lot on that episode. Anyway, uh, what have you been listening to, enjoying, or consuming? Justin Tachi. Uh I just finished the Johnny Morrow autobiography you're free, because, uh, yeah. so I finished a book. This is the first wow. time in a long time, guys. Very well done. Um, so I just bought the um, the Busy Phillips book, her new book. Oh, so that's very amazing. She was just that. in Boston yesterday. Did you go see her? What? Oh, shit. Maybe I should have told you that yesterday then. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> she was doing a book signing in Boston. What the fuck? What yeah, I thought you knew. <laughs> Oops, that's on me. <laughs> I fucking hate you. You had a you had a thing yesterday, anyway. Uh, <laughs> I'm very sad right now. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, the book is called "This Will Only Hurt a Little." Okay. I have not read the book yet, but I highly recommend reading it because uh, Busy Phillips is a really awesome, entertaining person. Uh, she is a individual um, at heart. I love her very much because I also just love her. her. She's spoken. amazing. You guys might know her from Freaks and Geeks or. That show with Courtney Cox that I can't... Cougar Town. Um, yeah, she's also on Dawson's Creek for a couple Dawson's years. Creek. Yeah, she's, um, a, she's an amazing actress. She's a lovely person. Uh, has the most entertaining Instagram. Yeah, her Instagram's really awesome. I would follow her. It's really cool. She's her, her Both of her daughters, Birdie and Cricket, are fucking adorable. Uh -huh. Her husband actually wrote the um, and directed the movie I Feel Pretty. And um, I can't say enough good stuff about her. I mean, she is a real person... I'd say fucking real woman because like fucking it, it, in interviews she's asked, oh well, how's being how's being like an actress and weighing weighing that with fucking being a parent and she's just honest about it. it fucking sucks, but she loves it and it, it, it's just it, it's intriguing and refreshing to hear an honest voice in in this entertainment business and also just in general. Yeah. Uh, anything else you're consuming other than those books? Um. So. I'm trying to think music-wise. Uh, I mean, I've been listening to a lot of Smiths and stuff like that, but that's not anything different. But that's just mainly because I've been reading the Johnny Marr book. Um, the new Johnny Marr um, album, his uh, his solo album called Call the Comet, is really good. I highly recommend um, listening to it. It's a really good guitar record. Just just a good album. So. All right. Um, I have been reading Everything is Horrible and Wonderful, it's the, a book about the life and death, mostly the death, of comedian Harris Whittles, who's an amazing, awesome comedian who died of a heroin overdose a few years ago. He wrote for Parks and Recreations and was 
uh, just a great comic and uh, an amazing guy. Wasn't he on the? Wasn't he actually on Parks and Rec too as yes. like a side character? He yeah, was the, he played um, the animal control guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, his sister wrote the book uh, Stephanie Whittle's Wax, I believe, um, and it's a really good book. It's really compelling. It tells the story of like loss, and you feel it. Like it's one of those books that you read and you have to put down because you're feeling too much. That's very fair. So that's what I am reading. What I am listening to, uh, Open Mike Eagle, a rapper I very much enjoy, just put out a, I don't know if it's an album or an EP, I don't know, it's like there's six songs, I think, or something like that, and it's called... It's uh, an EP. It's an EP? Yep. Well, it's an EP. It's called What Happens When I Try to Relax. It's very good. It's kind of reminiscent of some of his older stuff. If you're new to Open Mike Eagle, I'd recommend starting with Dark Comedy or... Brick Bodies, uh, Brick Body Kids, Still Daydream, because those are my two favorite albums. But this one's really good as well. Um, George actually turned me on to a rapper named Oompa, who put out an album a few years ago that was very, very good. She's a Boston-based rapper, and uh, she's pretty amazing. And I've also been listening to Mitski's old album, uh, Retired from Being Sad, New Career in Business or something like that. Oh, not Puberty 2, the one before it. Yeah, the one before that one. Well, and then she has the newer record, uh, something about a cowboy or something. Yeah, I but I, I've been like listening a lot to the older one. I don't know why. I just kind of. Yeah. Jolly. So, um, I will. My next show, I will be seeing Ali's dream in a show. So uh, he's probably pretty sad about it. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, I will be seeing Julian Baker, Stevie Bridgers, and Lucy Darkness all on the same track, all on the same uh, show. All they will probably do some Boy Genius songs as well as uh, their solo stuff. Yeah. I'm very sad I'm missing that one. Must suck to be Ali. Must suck to be me. Yeah. Anyway, uh, tweet at us, uh, Instagram us, uh, email us, how other ways to communicate with us, just Morse code, Telegram, smoke signals. Just let us know you're out there and that you're listening to the show and you enjoy it. Um, yeah, no, we are very excited about the new phase of the, of the podcast. We will be developing it, but like we've been saying, we still have some death cab tricks up our sleeve in the next couple episodes. Yes. And even if this show eventually does move away from death cab, we will always come back for death cab news. We'll come back for any death cab updates. If Ben Gibbard ever decides he wants to be on the show, we'd love to have him on the show, even though like Ben, come on, like pick up your time. Yeah, well, I think all the times that you've insulted him, he probably will not be on the show. So. Ah, Benny Gibbs gets it, though. It's fine. <laughs> Benny Perhaps. Gibbs, I think that that is a surefire way for him to not be on our podcast. Anyway, let's uh, end with What do you want to end it with? Uh, let's do Dear Mama by Oompa. It's a very sad song, and I feel like it fits uh, the sad theme. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Love you. Hey, mom. Hey, mom. This 
for the products of the foster care system. All missing mamas on their birthday on Christmas from the distance of a pearly gate, wondering if they listening to the cries and reminisce of how their babies really miss them. Tell me what they know us when we get to heaven. Could we recognize them even if we met them? Could we let them know how much we really cared? The reason too late for sorries, cause we're forgiving them, huh? Dear mama, fuck nah, dear mama, I'm sorry. Hey mama, I'ma get started, I promise it's harder than I thought. Dear mama, fuck it, nah, dear mama, I'm sorry. Hey mama, I'ma get started, I promise it's harder than I thought. Couldn't imagine I would have to send this letter. Even though I pinned it, man, I thought you lived forever. For whatever reason, I thought it was getting better. That nigga King was loading and he ain't know your dilemma. He was probably caught up in his weed smoke Or caught between his baby moms, you know how things go Either way, that man posted rent free And he ain't know nothing was wrong, man, that shit's weak I'm up shit's creek, and you know I can't swim Barely floating, hoping throw me in the deep end All this dopamine up in it, man, it got me so thin They telling me I look dope when they don't know I'm so sick Cause they don't know shit, and I ain't seen none of them still Soon as they found they worry, getting nothing from your will You know how that feel, that, that's how they repay you Ruby was truly the only one that really stayed true, so thank you Cold and lonely nights, slowly make a colder bitch out of me Well, I guess you know this would be true, undoubtedly Stuck around for me, they did, claiming how they proud of me The loudest fans around until the funds ran out of me And Nunu had no place to live I spent a night in dusty jackets, man, they haven't seen her since And really fucked Dolores, you were right about them stories Told her you were gone and she was worried about insurance That just for the products of the foster care system Orbs missing mamas on their birthday on Christmas From the distance of a pearly gate Wondering if they listen to the cries of reminiscing How the babies really miss them Tell me where they know us when we get to heaven Could we recognize them even if we met them? Could we let them know how much you really cared? There isn't too late for sorries, cause I'm forgiving them, huh? It's for the products of the foster care system. Orphans and mamas on their birthday on Christmas from the distance of a pearly gate. Wondering if they listening to the cries or reminisce of how their babies really miss them. Tell me where they know us when we get to heaven. Could we recognize them even if we met them? Could we let them know how much you really cared? There isn't too late for sorries, cause I'm forgiving them, huh? Dear mama. Nah, dear mama. I'm sorry. Hey mama, I'ma get started, I promise it's harder than I thought No regrets, never, that's how they said to live, but I don't think anyone gets it What I wouldn't give to go back in time and deny this fucking scholarship This free ride has a price to debt I'm forever in Cause it meant I would've made it home at 10 You wouldn't have had to call me, I would've seen you then But I ignored you to make a team that couldn't win Every day I kept the score, but they never put me in To see you alive one more time and never again This then I have some kind of closure I can settle with Instead I'm mad at God, a million thoughts to settle in And how my niggas rob me blind for the death can settle in We talking real life, now you worried about school who else is supposed to get this 40 acres in a mule? Cause I go back to Boston all the time and came my home. I smoke 20 plus a day now to keep me in the zone. It keep me off the ledge cause it keep me on the couch. Far from living on the edge, fighting demons in my house. Replay how they couldn't tell me, how they couldn't spit it out. When I asked if she was gone, they just passed the phone around. You don't know the pain of being on the train when you figure out. From the cold away message on the aim account. That your mama couldn't wait for you to get home. To go into a sleep that she ain't gonna come about. They keep telling me your hope on the real. Know how this all must feel. Oh yeah, you know how it go. Tell me how you know when you got your mom still, huh? Tell me how do you know? Tell me how do you know? Until that shit happen to you, I'ma need you just to keep your mouth closed. Tell me what they know as soon we get to heaven. Could we recognize them even if we met them? Could we let them know how much you really cared? The risen too late for sorries, cause we're forgiving it. It's for the products of the foster care system. All it's missing mamas on their birthday on Christmas from the distance of a pearly gate. Wondering if they listen to the cries or reminisce of how the babies really miss them. Tell me what they know us when we get to heaven. Could we recognize them even if we met them? Could we let them know how much you really cared? The risen too late for sorries, cause we're forgiving it, huh? Demo.
Hey mom. Hey mom.